Heads, and welcome to The League, exploring the League of Legends lore from A to Z. My name is Rebecca. And I'm John. My name is Mark. Today we're talking about the Battle Mistress Sivir, who was released February 21st, 2009. One of the OGs. Also, Mark, did you just spill beer all over yourself while you were drinking? <laughs> did I? <laughs> if I did, I didn't <laughs> no. notice it. Am I just like covered and I I'm just not you, you, like, No, no, no. You had started taking a sip and then I started the intro when you had like this little brief moment of, oh God, hurry up. <laughs> I thought maybe like, you spilled some. <laughs> it's like the lights turn in yellow, right? And it's like, <laughs> probably make it through. It's fine. <laughs> You know when the light's yellow when you got your beer in your hand and the car? Yeah, right. <laughs> you gotta finish it real quick. No, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, but yeah, she... Uh, yeah, Sivir. 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 Mm-hmm. What's what Sivir you, sound like? That's a good, yeah, that's a good question. It's always a good question. Um, she sounds like... Nice try. When she mm, blocks an ability with good. her spell shield. Nice. Oh, yeah. I never hear that one. <laughs> <laughs> I hear it from the enemy team a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When John when John plays her, he's really good at blocking things. I That is just... Oof. I will never be good at that. I don't know what it is. That's why I never build a McHale's. <laughs> Do you want me to clear CC off you? Mm. <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> oh, God. What is she, she just sounds like she has a, such a deep voice and I can't... It's like that deep, sexy voice. And okay, I'll try like, to do a deep, sexy voice. All right, all right, deep, sexy. Let's hear. It's not stealing if they're dead. I think that's exactly how that line sounds. Really? <laughs> I don't play Heroes a lot of go hungry. <laughs> nice. oh, man. Yeah, I don't really. <laughs> <laughs> Just Mark, <laughs> Mark's got a half. You see over there? Yeah, like wipe off the the monitor or something like that. <laughs> well, no. Yeah, I don't really play much Sivir. A Ram. And I like always have my voices so low in ARAM. I know. I, I'm trying I to turn them up more. I didn't even know she had voice lines for that shit. <laughs> the only voice lines I know are the Kaisa ones where she yells at me for missing skill shots. Somehow yeah, yeah, those yeah. always cut through. Mm, those really, they're a little louder. I think the, the team knew to kick them up a notch. Yeah. really make you feel bad. Negative reinforcement, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, is this an updated voice for her? Do you know when yes. this oh, one? Yeah. Is this when they originally did her? Redid her splash I think art. it's when they, yeah, I think it was during her kind of rework type okay. era, but yeah, the her old voice was a different one. Do we mm-hmm. know why they redid her splash art again recently? Because this is really throwing me off. I had no idea this was coming, and very suddenly it was different. And I'm like, of all the people, I feel like. <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 I guess to be fair, I'm not even sure which splash we're actively talking about now. Let I've just got look. various images of Sivir. There's a very <laughs> new one. Is it the one that's like, um, okay, I think I'm looking at it now. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's good. It's the one she's no, bent over, it. right? I think that's like the middle rework no, one, this right? Is the new, new, the new one. The new, new one. The I wonder if it one. had to do with um, her Legends of Runeterra release. Maybe. You think so? God, I she mean, does have so many different... But it, like she doesn't look different in her Runeterra card art. It's not like Nidalee. Like Nidalee's a really good example where Runeterra design is going to become in-game design whenever Riot decides mm-hmm. to pull that trigger. Um, oh. It's gonna look cool as great, hell, by the way. Oh my god, yes, um, so good. Sivir is like, what's happening? I don't know. Can't believe we redid the fucking Nidalee revisit episode right before she got that shit. They knew. They knew. And right they, and right before they released a song canonizing the relationship between her and uh Nico. Like, mm, come on, man. Right's punishing us for being so hard on Nidalee. <laughs> it's like I we got monkey pod on that one. 
<laughs> at all these silver splashes, and someone made her her weapon a, a fidget spinner. Hey. Nice. That's pretty good. That's Very pretty good. good. Just thought I'd share that. <laughs> I'm curious uh, if that means that they plan on doing something with her. But yeah, it seemed very strange. Because the the style, and I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to say, but the style looks kind of similar to how they did the arcane skins for each of the champions, like the the visual style. So I mean, like a, season wow. two arcane Siver? <laughs> I don't think so. Honey. We going to Sharima? <laughs> I mean, not Sharima. Okay, look. Here's the thing. I spent all my time not taking notes <laughs> i spent all my time racking my fucking brain figuring out what do you do with sivir because she is so like weighted down by azir and zareth yeah so i've got in my head so i have boring. season one sivir in my fucking brain it's the only thing i thought about it was a whole fucking time um but i don't i don't know you know it's 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 weird to me that they would release like new base splash when she's got like She's got some really bad skin splashes still kicking around in there. Yeah, yeah. it's really, really good. Real quick. Do you remember there was that period of time where like we just it, we just decided like you know what Tencent actually has cooler splash for some of these champions, so oh, we just yeah. pulled a bunch of their yeah. art, and there was just this wild like difference. They have like super kind of like anime style yes. <laughs> artwork splashes. Yeah. <laughs> And that's still the case. We probably that's... still have a couple of those kicking around. <laughs> she has them. The fucking. Well, yeah. The, I mean, case in fucking point, right? Like that's the, that's the one I use in game all the time. For the record, you got to pick the worst one. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, I mean, to be fair, that, it's yeah. like you. It's like oh, this is really clashing. This is very disparate in its style. But then you look at what the old splash looked like, and it's like, well, a little clash here and there is not so bad, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, at least there's a background. She's not just standing in murky just water, in a, right? <laughs> A little clash of fates. <laughs> god, she really is. It's just like smoke behind. Oh my god, these old splashes are fucking great. God damn, they are. I know. <sighs> well, on the Riot Universe page, Shiver has her bio. Three short stories are linked, which is wild. Um, and concept art that looks newer, um, even though her old splash art is still at the top of her page. <laughs> and this, and this is important to note. I think this may be the very first time we've had an AU short story actually linked on a Champions Universe page. That's possible. That's absolutely not true because I know there have been high noon shits. Uh, There's been high noon stuff linked before for sure. Yeah, really for who? I know I've read one. So I don't remember. I know I send you random shit all the time too, where I'm like, "Hey, this isn't canon, but it's cool as hell. You should read it." That's true. I I know there's especially with high noon stuff. You know what? You know what it probably is? Is it's probably fucking. Uh, K- there's some KDA shit linked on like a collie. I would bet. Mm. I would. I would bet KDA. I don't consider that AU though because that's, is, that's, that's our world. No, it's a- that's our <laughs> real just life. You. That's just <laughs> universe. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So I mean, League of Legends. Rare. That's the AU. <laughs> no, that's a different AU. Actually, that's the that's no. the Warden AU. I know, right? Fucking right. <laughs> but it is rare. I didn't read it. Sorry. <laughs> it was, it's it's very Lovecraftian. I think Ooh. I remember talking about this for, for something Pike probably. Because yeah. Pike yeah. is in it. Yeah. But it yeah. Don't worry, I'll go over it. We'll do, I we'll do a, deep, a deep dive on Blood Moon at some point, and we'll, we'll, we'll get into it. Yeah. <laughs> There's a few AUs I'm pretty excited to do our, our post-podcast deep dives on. Mm. Mm-hmm. Our post-podcast. Oh, it's, still the same, yeah, it's still the same. Like, 
It's not dying. We'll be right? washed up. <laughs> Husks of our former selves. It's a beautiful butterfly <laughs> of our former selves. I hate thinking of Honestly, we're going to lose so many listeners when we're done with the album. <laughs> Y'all won't, you guys y'all will stick won't with us, right? <laughs> yeah, you fucking right? stuck here. All right, Sivir. I yeah. have no notes, but I'm going to try to piece this together. <laughs> she was a normal girl in Shreema. Uh, her parents are dead, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> line number <laughs> two, <laughs> second sentence. <Right? laughs> yeah. They check, didn't even really bother. Um, how do you pronounce who who killed them? I don't them? fucking know, Cthano? man. Cathayans? Cathayans? Sure, I like that. They're murdered by Cathayans. That kind of comes up. Uh, well, I don't know. She deals with Cathayans in like her short story, but I don't think it really matters that much. Okay, so Siver is like working for people, raiding tombs and stuff like that, just trying to find expensive shit to sell. Um, she's not really getting any of the good stuff, though. And I, is this when she goes off on her own for the first time or no? I think gets- this is when she takes over her... No, well, first she she gets betrayed by her best friend. They're like orphans. That's they're just, still like little chitlins. Yeah, oh, they're yeah, young. Yeah. They're young. Yeah, and her right, and her right. bestie, you know, betrays her, and she vows to never never let anyone stab her in the back. <laughs> <laughs> She's writing in her journal, but I mean that metaphorically only. <laughs> Surely nobody would really do that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway um oh man <laughs> she is a part of some group at some point and when she gets a little bit older she's like we could be doing a better job and she overthrows the leader i don't remember the leader's name i don't know if you have a note on it mira oh wait no yeah. mira's, no, mira's, the, mira's the, person. the person who uh the kid who's a Z- traitor zaharo yes yeah okay yeah um is. She doesn't kill this old leader, just leaves her in the desert and it's like, peace out. I thought that was going to come back later. I don't think it does. Does it? It doesn't. I assume no. It's just, it's, flo- it's like a little Schrodinger's like, um, I guess, something. yeah. It's floating around out there. Schrodinger's LOR card. Yeah. Check out. <laughs> I guess Chekhov's might have been a better thing to reference, but whatever. Right. Yeah, that's true. Um, at this point, uh, she, you know, she gets hired by someone to find a weapon, and this is where she finds her blade. So it's not nothing has ever quite fit in her hand this way. So she kills the people who hired her with it, with just one swing. They all just get decapitated. It's pretty sick. Right. <laughs> She's like, bye. Peace. <laughs> I forget what this thing is called. Deuces. It's, it's her boomerang. Yeah, and the chalaka. Chalaka. <laughs> 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 you have to put proper reverence <laughs> i think at this point uh, she's got a bit of a rep um and noxus has heard of her so she is hired by cassiopeia to go into a tomb we've talked about this before i genuinely forget what they were trying to find and is that something with mordekaiser i don't remember what cassiopeia was even fucking doing here Cassiopeia was looking for some sort of artifact that was supposed to be. Oh, okay. I think they were Black Rose was trying to figure out Ascension. Okay, that makes sense. Um, Yeah, Cassiopeia kills her, and uh, but then she gets you know cursed, turned into a snake. (laughs) But Sivir, her blood, she's the last remaining uh, heir heir to uh, Azir. He had a bunch of kids running around, you know, like emperors do. Messed up. And his uh, her blood brings him back to life. Fuck you, Sarah. It's all your fault. <laughs> <laughs> he 
he brings Sharima back and she's like oh what the fuck and she leaves I didn't really like that part about her she's like oh okay yeah 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 this is cool Cool. and she's like slowly backing away finger guns and she dips (laughs) (laughs) she's like this is way too much for me I don't like this crap uh where do we kind of leave her she crosses paths with Zareth, which we we write a story about that we'll talk about that again which is interesting i feel like you don't often get uh, super quick synopses of yeah a champion short stories yeah. in their bio i'll say it was unnecessary in the bio which is like she yeah, also ran into Zareth, and with the help of these other champions escaped anyway it's, it's, a little leak. it's like read all about <laughs> it's it so here weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we don't need this isn't like part of her anyway i yeah. think now she's kind of choosing between maybe going back to Sharima and Azir or finding her own path. I guess she, they said the path that was, she was destined for. I don't know what that even means. It didn't seem like it was a big destiny thing. Maybe. Whatever. Anyway, that's Sivir. <laughs> that's Sivir. <laughs> we ended on a real whimper there, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it, I feel like the bio did too. I didn't really feel like uh there was a big driving point here i didn't really get where she was going or what she was doing i don't know yeah you think they would kind of end it because what we what we kind of get in bloodlines is that like zareth is out hunting her and yeah super important to his ear and it's like that's kind of that's that feels like more of like the starting point right of like and now Mm. she's being hunted by these crazy fucking zareth people and what's she gonna do right it's yeah it's almost So, <laughs> what a noise of disgust! Right. So, I was thinking, like, how cool it would be to get, you know, kind of an action piece with Zareth's zealots hunting, um, hunting her, because we we get that for Cassante even, like a, a cool like, or well, his is it Miles Ahar, I think more than more than Zareth, but actually it may have been Zareth. I forget now. <laughs> it was one of those. Zareth, yeah. One of those cultists was, was <laughs> we get a cool action piece with, with him and them. Um, and I thought it would have been cool to get one of those for Sivir too, but even worse than not getting one, Bloodline picks up, presumably, right after something really cool happened. <laughs> yeah. Because she had yeah. just gotten out of some fight where she's like uh, gravely injured. But we don't get to learn anything about that fucking fight. We just have the whole story. She's just sitting there with a, a wound in her side and just... I'm just what's that wound. story? She's just bleeding <laughs> everywhere all the time. <laughs> I know, right? She she is in a perpetual state of getting stabbed. Right? <laughs> right? <laughs> Sarah, you gotta get things together, man. Get your life together. Stop getting stabbed. Look, it's like you get stabbed once. Okay, that guy's an asshole. But if everyone you meet stabs you, maybe you're the asshole. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but she yeah. absolutely is. <laughs> I mean, I was—I will say—I was kind of surprised. She comes off kind of villainous in many points yeah. through the, the story, which I—I I liked. I was a little surprised. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. that's kind of fun. I'm, I'm yeah, into I it. play with that a little bit. Well, I, yeah. I think like reading her bio, I found myself writing more notes than usual for a bio, just because there were so many things that just stuck out as either like surprising or odd or bad in some cases but just like <laughs> it was like every other line i was like all right well i gotta make note of that <laughs> it is kind of a weird thing i do know you were talking about like it's weird they have bloodlines mentioned in here and i mean it's they updated the bio to include that little bit 
Um, what I loved about the previous version was I killed the parents in sentence one. It was the opening <laughs> fucking sentence. Sivir has dead parents <laughs> in Chirima. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm, a little okay. bit of that. But. I'm okay with it. If it's here, she's an orphan in Sharima. There seems like there's a lot of them, and it describes like she's um, she's become very selfish and self-serving, and that's interesting. I didn't expect that from Sivir either. Uh, and I like that. I wouldn't. Uh, villainous is an interesting word. I found her like so. I don't know. Morally, just in her it's in the middle neutral. with just herself, very neutral. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Well, I think like the, the one that sticks out is her taking over the mercenary company because it seems like it was a very like a mentor mentee relationship and like that's true. Maybe she was being taken av- taken financial advantage of to some degree, but. It also kind of feels a little bit like it was a it was a betrayal in some ways, maybe of that mm. that person whose name I also don't remember. Yeah, yeah. He has a harrow. Yeah, it definitely was. Although she did leave her alive too, so she's not as I mean, like it's kind of like you leave someone alive alone in the middle in of a Shreva. desert. Are you really? <laughs> you know, essentially, yeah. She's whoever she is, Barbosa, right? To Sahara's right. uh, sparrow. Um, yeah, so stuff like turns like that, which are kind of like okay. I mean, but I like it though, right? Because she's someone who's yeah. so. It reminded me a bit of like Renata, where it's like they give you the here's like what has shaped their worldview, um, and here's some things they've done, and some of it's like bad, and some of it maybe not so much, but it feels more, um, I guess, a little grounded for a character instead of yeah. being like. I don't know. So it's weird to me that she is so. They decided to go with like, and we're gonna t- hook her directly into like the plot with. Like Azir and Zareth and all this big, huge god emperor shit. I don't know. It but, could. But work, we're also gonna make but... her not give a shit about any. <laughs> yeah. I mean, which I don't either. So it was relatable. Look, I'm 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 telling you that there is there is a there's a story that can be told, right? And 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 you could do it if like she, if you used her to like throw a mirror up to Azir and kind of like throw things back mm. in his face. Right, that's the whole thing I had. I, I, the idea was like she meets up with NASA after all this shit, and they go back to his ear, and then they have this big confrontation. Oh my god, I got it all in my head. We'll go over it later. Oh, nice. But I'm um, it's surely better than whatever we have. But I think the the big Could- problem is that like it feels like it has been so long since we've done his ear, and here we are like fist deep in the S's, and there's <laughs> there's no fucking progress. <laughs> on, sorry, platonically <laughs> kissing the S's. I don't know. <laughs> It's been a long time, and there's been uh, no fucking progress on this Azir shit, right? I know. Nothing's changed. It feels, too, like, Sivir's part in all of this. I got real D&D vibes on this, where, like, we'll say Riot's the DM who's put together this big Azir arc. And, like, and and roped Sivir in, too. And, like, oh, and and your great-great-great-great-grandfather, Emperor of Sharima... And she's like the player who's just like really interested in combat and doesn't give a shit about role playing. <laughs> it's like, loot. yeah, yeah, whatever. I'm gonna go in this fucking cave. <laughs> I love that. Can I rob him? What? <laughs> it's like how you play an He's open world, gold. open world <laughs> game, right? Like there's this whole big fight going on, and you're like, mm, hang Ooh. on, though, I'm fighting a bear. <laughs> I gotta help this guy get crickets for his girlfriend. <laughs> Spanish fly, indeed. Uh. <laughs> No, you're right, though. I liked... Uh, we talked about her being part of that, like, group of young girls who goes tomb diving and stealing mm. shit. 
And it said, like, the young girl and the other orphans like her could only hope to survive by stealing food from local markets and delving into half-buried ancient ruins in search of trinkets to sell. And, like, I don't know, because I hear that there's a thriving market for tour guides across the Psycholique. So, um, I mean, that's another potential job for you. Right. Positions are opening every day. Nope. Right? <laughs> Nobody wants that job. So many advancement opportunities. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so like, what's the job title for that? Right? Is it like psychic, like navigation specialist, like tier one? Like, what do you think here? Junior uh, grade navigation engineer. Navigation engineer. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I love that. I want to see these streaming like LinkedIn or not LinkedIn, like Indeed job postings or whatever. <laughs> That's great. Now they. They also made a reference. So they mentioned the the Cathawans, Cathawans, Cathawans. The people um, who kill Sivir's family. Yeah. They're one of great size, most infamous raider tribes. And then when they're talking about the, you know, the, the mercenary that she ended up working for, there were, were like a group of mercenaries led by the renowned Ihazaharo. I'm like, I've read a lot of lore at this point. I haven't heard of heard either of these two, people. so like, I mean, maybe they're not that famous. Like, slow your roll a little bit. <laughs> it's a big world, man. Come on, right? Not Sharima, though. <laughs> There's no Journal of Justice anymore. No one has any. No one's got any newspapers. No one it's a big world, happening. but Neela's still heard of graves. <laughs> yeah, come on. You know, everyone heard of graves. No, it's his Playboy centerfold. Mm-hmm. That's how she knew about him. <laughs> and I have to say, between between betraying her old mercenary group, and then you know the captain of the guard who hired her specifically for this job, just getting getting this uh, Chalikar, and then she got it and was like, eh, "But I want it now." Like I feel like maybe all the times that she's been betrayed, like maybe it's just kind of karma at this point. Sure. Yeah. Well, you know, this is this is why I would really like her to have some confrontation with Azir because I would like Azir goes on and on about Zareth betraying him and I feel like she's and I guess Zareth, you know, in some ways maybe kind of did, but like, you know, I feel like she would be in a much more grounded position to be like who the fuck are you to get upset about betrayal? Like <laughs> didn't every time you like went off to go live in your fucking palace and he had to go back to his fucking slave hovel or some shit isn't that kind of a betrayal of your friendship like, to, like <laughs> just that. a little bit just a yeah. little you know and she's someone who seems to like could has been both sides of it and can kind of like i said throw things back in his ear's face and really make him kind of come to grips with some shit or not mm-hmm. like maybe he rejects it but. which he would yeah he absolutely would and that's why you have nasus there when that whole thing happens <laughs> and then he has to fucking darth vader that fucking emperor down into like a sand uh, exhaust shoot or some shit. I don't know. Sand right? exhaust shoot. I'm telling you, like, Sivir's like, fuck this, I'm leaving. And Azir's like, has his sand soldiers try and restrain her. And Nasus, who's been traveling with Sivir and they've formed a friendship, is like, he looks at Sivir and he looks back at his ear and he looks at Sivir and he looks at his ear and he lifts that motherfucker up. And then, oh man, I think that'll be tons and of And then they fall shit. and get trapped in a tomb together. Oh shit. Now Nasus is the one who's, it's who's more of an odd couple thing, though. <laughs> right by the time he gets out, like Renekton's kind of healed himself, and he's like, yeah. "I'm ready to be friends with my brother Nasus again." <laughs> <laughs> now there was one, there's one aspect of this story that really struck, like stuck out to me. Um, so and the whole revival bit, and said there, 
so Sivir basically was like dead. Um, yeah. Said there in the oasis of the dawn, he used the healing waters of that sacred pool to miraculously undo Sivir's mortal wound. Like, why don't we hear more about the fucking oasis of the dawn? There was a healing pool in the Blessed Isles, and everyone wanted a piece of it. That's it was true. guarded by a labyrinth, several levels of magic, crazy technology, and a massive mist fucking and border around the whole thing. And ghosts? <laughs> like, this shit's just sitting in the middle of the desert. Does Akshan know about it? He went through all this trouble to right. get some He's fucking weapon. Gun. That would be pretty funny. I mean, you know, like, that's, that's a good question, right? Like, who knows how fucking, how far down is it? Or is it like you can see it from, like, if you just look down a little hole? It's like, hey, I think that's the oasis <laughs> of the dawn down there. I don't know. It, I think it's supposed to be, like, it wasn't flowing until fucking Azir came back to life. Some bullshit uh, like that, right? So they haven't really heard of it. Even Where still, it's right? spread fast. I mean, I guess it's like, it is in the middle of, like, the big streaming capital of ruins anyway. So people probably go there just to get other shit anyway, right? So it's like. Whatever. Right. Yeah, you know, know there's you know there's Tomb Raiders fucking everywhere. And has Sivir I mean, kept <laughs> quiet about this? Is she like, dude, some ghost threw me in a pool and dude, I came back to life? <laughs> all we know about Sivir is that she cares more about gold than literally anything. That's true. All of her all of her all voice her clothes, lines talk yeah. about it, her like just personality. Like she should be way more interested in this water that brought her back to life. That is a fortune she's sitting she, on. She, That's true. Look, from everywhere, all over Runeterra. That's not like... She doesn't have the entrepreneurial spirit, okay? That's the problem with Silver, right? <laughs> she killed her... Me- or she left her mentor for dead before she learned this lesson. <laughs> she, she's, she's really good at, like, a task. Like, go get the Chalicar, but she's not good at, like, business sense. And, like, I've got to figure out how to monetize, right? Her right. merch is shit. Let's just say that, you know? <laughs> That's why she. That's why she let all her people die in that one mission with Cassiopeia. Yeah, bad, well, bad leadership. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's, that's why middle management for life. Never gonna get get up there. I can't believe I didn't think about this. She's like hunting goblets and shit for people <laughs> in fucking graveyards, and there's a pool that brings back the dead. And she's not like, I gotta monetize this. I'm so. Oh my god, what the fuck. <laughs> Yeah, right. You really start kicking yourself when you think about it. It's like, oh man, there's still time, Sivir. You can do it now. You know where it is, right? Yeah, but now like you got to go hang out with the only one. Too much time has passed. It's like embarrassing. Yeah, right. You got to hang out with your grand or great 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 granddad or whatever. That's true. He's awkward. He's got like weird butterscotch (laughs) candies that he keeps trying to get. Like, and he's like, it's a zero too. So he's trying to chew it for you first before like burning it into your mouth. Mm. <laughs> Thanks. I'll just take that. I'm gonna save this for later, Grandpa Azir. Thing. I need old man Azir skin old man now. Azir is where there's originals. What would he summon? What would he fucking summon? Oh my god! Um, uh, just like walkers. <laughs> that makes us all in Game of Thrones. Orderly, like orderly staff who are like oh, orderly it. staff at the nursing home. Yes, <laughs> they all have like syringes instead of spears. Oh great, awesome! Oh Jesus! Uh, okay, anyway. Anywho, that's Siver. <laughs> that's Siver's yeah. bio. That's, that's, that's the bio. By the way. Oh really? Damn, I didn't see the uh, mm-hmm. credit. Or I didn't look it up, I should say. It's I was going to say, you didn't see it because it wasn't there. It's not fucking there. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Riot. 
All right. You want to talk about um, water? Sure. Sure. So this is the color story. Um, this is like pretty immediately after she has been revived, right? Right. Like right after. And Siver is fucking thirsty. Reading this shit made me so fucking thirsty, I will say. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. She's been out in the desert, so she's fucking thirsty. And she's kind of scoping out this like uh, this little bit of water in this dried up like ravine, creek bed. And it's those damn... Cathon. What were they? What were y'all saying? <laughs> um, let's see. What did we decide on? Uh, what did, yeah. What did y'all? Ca- I need to see Cathowans? it again. Cthulhu's. Cthulhu's. Yeah, it's the same people from her bio who killed her parents, and she's like, "These guys are serious fucking business." But I am terribly thirsty, uh, so she kind of very deftly starts killing their guards, and she almost kind of gets them all, but her strength kind of runs out, and so she's stuck kind of out in the open with no weapon and there are these three guards left and she just kind of bluffs her way through the whole situation she just kind of like intimidates them into like backing off and they do and as she goes to go drink that shitty muddy water she hears the sound that she's been hearing and it's like the water like fresh clean water is filling the riverbed and uh it's coming from the capital because i guess azir is making water flow again i guess it's that way since the dawn i don't know and- <laughs> And it's kind of like in the everywhere. Lake. She's in it. Yeah, she's floating in it. Mm. And that's water. That's water. Mm-hmm. I can't remember another story off the top of my head that uses a swear word like this. Oh, the B, the the big, the the, 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 the very word. the big B, the, the, big the very B? aggressive B word. She says <laughs> that Noxian bitch, bitch sunk a blade in my back. What kind of a bitchy thing to do? It was kind of a bitchy thing to do. (laughs) (laughs) I I cannot remember a story that had so much of it italicized for no reason. Yeah, I was very confused. (laughs) It's It's like they were really worried that we wouldn't be able to tell the difference between narrator and Sivers quotes, which were in quotes for the most part. Um, Or like... You know, very reasonably proceeded with like she thought or or something of that nature, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Can someone just like go and control A and then control I and then control I again? So it's all just the normal case. And there's no need for the italics here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This was that- kind of a unique action piece too, because I feel like most action pieces really highlight how physically capable somebody is like you get you know the the akali one where she just wrecks an entire bar full of people and all that shit this is that rare action piece where the person does kind of one cool thing and then the rest of the time you're left uh kind of with again we talked about starting bloodline with the knowing that something cool happened just off screen, <laughs> we kind of get that again here. We're like, everyone's very intimidated. They're like, oh shit, this is this is the Siver. She's done all this cool shit. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, cool shit. And you're like, all right, well, I guess we should just go because she can probably beat us. I'm like, wait, no, 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 I want to see the cool shit. Show me the cool shit. <laughs> I want to see it. I know. I would like to get that at some point. Um, I did like this. It's a nice turn for a color story, right? Um, like that's my favorite moment. Probably the the probably the best little bit of Siver characterization across it all is her tr- like intimidating these guys out of, of fighting her and, and just bold face lying that like I can I can kill you I'm just choosing not to when she's like right. I could not carry my ass that five feet to get my yeah. fucking blade and I like that a yeah. lot you know 
Yeah, me too. But it would be nice for her to pop off. And that's what I'm saying. You have a little road trip story with her and Nasus where they get they become <laughs> friends and they have some action pieces because Nasus was a lot of fun to watch fight. And I'm sure that'd be, yeah. that'd be a lot of fun. Just saying. That'd be neat. Could be good. Could yeah. be good. Yeah, I, um, I, I liked it uh, overall. You know, like I said, it made me thirsty. <laughs> it literally thirsty for water, not the other. For water. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll maybe a little bit of And in case, for the record, she she's very dehydrated at this point, and she's running for her her chalicar, which has blown off course because she accidentally cut one too many necks with it, cut <laughs> <laughs> unintended other neck. Uh, and she gets a cramp, and she just can't go any further. And if you've never had a dehydration cramp, holy shit! It, I feel like when they when they describe it, it sounds kind of like weenie. Like she's like running, she's speeding, and then she's like, "Oh no, cramp! Ooh, ooh, ah!" But like that's just serious business. Well, she's died, so maybe the dehydration she, died cramp wasn't as. <laughs> been stabbed a lot i stubbed my toe and this is bad but i also died and i feel like that was a little worse i don't it's know a little worse yeah oh, that do would you, be funny. Uh, do you remember that episode of naked and afraid like where that uh that big jacked good dude got dehydrated and got no. a cramp and had to be taken off the show like day one uh, no, I, don't remember. I never watched that show was it naked and afraid or alone it was naked and afraid naked and afraid yeah because he had uh partners they were oh. all like oh sorry man I don't know. I've it's never a gotten a dehydration cramp, but I have given birth. So, <laughs> so could you have I don't raced know. I think the, I the extra okay. ten feet to the to the chalicar while giving birth? While giving birth? Why yeah. are you adding the giving birth aspect? Well, well, oh no, I think that. Sivers was probably bad. I'm more making fun of the guy who dipped uh, on okay. naked and afraid day fucking one. <laughs> I think like, oh no, Siver wasn't giving birth. I don't know if you got confused or something. But that's no, not Siver what was wasn't <laughs> giving birth. I don't think so. Fuck, what story did this guy read? Jesus Christ, is Siver a mom? <laughs> not a lot of parent champs. <laughs> yeah. No, but Siver's been through it way more than me. I mean, if if she says it's bad, then I believe her. <laughs> She's died, you know. <laughs> She's been stabbed a lot. If we learn one thing from Bloodlines, it's that she's been stabbed a lot, just only once only in the back. Only in the front, right? <laughs> she's like wearing the opposite of the Noxian armor. It's all in the back. Right? Very armadillo. Yeah. Maybe she's a Ramus fan. Oh my God. Oh my God. God. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. I like the idea that she's <laughs> Ramus people. You okay? Are you all right? I snarfed a bit of wine. Stop, stop snarfing your wine, Snarf. honey. You drink it. Narf. <laughs> We're good. Oh okay. man, it burns. <laughs> Do you need to be helicoptered out? Okay, no, no, I'm ma- fine. <laughs> no, I can no, go imagine on. You're snarfing your wine. Can you run the five feet <laughs> to get your chalik off? Your <laughs> <laughs> Is it worse than giving birth? <laughs> this might have been. This might right have been. Here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was there, you know. He saw how bad it was for him. Yeah, snarfing wine too. I had to watch her get a shot in her back. Oh my god, that was so bad for me. <laughs> they didn't let me watch. They they they, they hid. My, they, they were like, "Get the fuck out, in case sir, you sir! Out. Sit in this corner, please." They made him sit in the corner. Yeah, oh, they Jesus. screamed me. Sorry. Yeah, fix this. It's they all broken. They hid me away. They hid you away. They let him in the room, but he had to sit in the corner. Yeah. That's all for all right. for water. By the way, this is Odin Austin Schaefer. Yeah. 
All right, we want to talk Next about? up, we got Bloodline by... <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, I would The man bread. himself, Graham McNeil. Yes. We read this one for Nasus. Yeah. Just Nasus or Kaisa too? Uh, just Maybe. Nasus. We'll probably read it again for Talia. And again oh, for that's Zara. right. Talia's in it, not Kaisa. And then again for somebody yeah, yeah, else, Zareth. probably, somehow. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll read Zed. it again for Zareth. <laughs> Zed. <laughs> <laughs> Zed somehow. We're going to be reading the Zed comic again for Zareth. So, much like LeBlanc, every shadow you see in game could be Zed. Could be Zed. <laughs> Read about. Um, yeah, so it's like you said, I mean, really it's... It, okay, so when we read stories like this, I kind of skim or skim when we get to people who aren't like, we're doing it for Nasus, right? So I skimmed Sivir. And then coming back to it, it's like, she doesn't do a lot. It's like you had said earlier. No. She's been she's stabbed and she's just is mostly just someone who's been stabbed for the whole story. Yeah, <laughs> right? she's like the you're you're escorting her in the case. She's oh your God, escort mission. She really is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean that's really it, right? Like Talia is taking care of her cuz she'd been stabbed and she wakes up and then Nasus finds her and Nasus tells her, "Hey, Zareth's coming and he wants to fuck you up." Um and she she tell, and she's the one. I th- I always thought it was Talia who told Nasus, like, well, if you're gonna protect Sharima, go protect it. It's getting all fucked up. Um, but it was it was Sivir, which I found kind of weird. Mm. In all honesty, it seems like yeah. it seems like that's, that's something that she could come to later, like after she's done some personal growth. This Sivir, yeah. Sivir, who doesn't give a shit about any, literally anything, but AU. That's the go- that's the gold no, periodic I- thing, right? <laughs> Yes, it did confuse me for a second. I was like, she cares about the alternate universe? Ours? She really and then is. I realized Apparently she, she does. She's got the story on universe. Yeah, yeah she right? told them, she called up Riot. <laughs> was like, you need to put this. Please so like I have a... <clears throat> my, my read on that whole situation, for the record, was that she was just so fucking done with Nasus <laughs> that she was like, what is going to get this fucking guy out of this house right now? Like... You're a protector, right? Go protect people. You're a mm. big hero. Like, go do that thing. And as soon as he leaves, like, thank God. You want to get the hell out of here, Talia? <laughs> <laughs> Dude sucks. You smell his breath, man. He smells a thousand years old. <laughs> I feel like if she, if you like saw the bullshit that was coming on the horizon from Zareth, I would want to ask, like, fuck those people. You're gonna. I've been stabbed. Okay. <laughs> Right here. Right here. <laughs> right here. <laughs> Some classic firefly up in here. Oh, is that what you're doing? But yeah, you come with me, Mr. Big Jackal Man. Fight these people. Carry me, right? <laughs> Yoda my a ass out of here. Right. <laughs> so, I don't I'll, know. Th- it, this was interesting, too, because we kind of talked about the fact that she's currently being hunted by uh, Zareth goons. Um, literally the only place, and I, if I'm wrong about this, let me know, but literally the only place anyone ever says that she's being hunted by Zareth goons is like one line in here where it says, uh, because I've killed a lot of people, sometimes because I was paid to, sometimes because they were in my way, but these days it's usually because they get very angry when I tell them I'm not going back to that city that just rose from the sands. And that's kind of like, I mean, Nasus does have like a, well, they're gonna come for you, but like, we don't, we don't actually like, that would have been an interesting thing in the bio. We didn't need to know that she was in the random city where Zareth attacked. What we should have been told is like, and now Zareth's goons are trying to get her. 
We see like yeah. that would have been a useful piece of information. <laughs> I completely agree. And what I would say is my read on that line was that it was not Zareth's like yes, Zareth wants her and, and, and thus his goons do, but that also the people who were getting upset with her were from like people who were followers of Azir, right? Because that's the city that just came out of the sands is Azir's city over in like the east, I think. I need like a map. Um so I kind of thought <laughs> the idea like right. Like she says when she's like, oh, who stabbed you specifically? It's like, oh, some guys who couldn't take no for an answer. And I thought maybe they were supposed to be implying that they were Azir followers who were like trying to forcibly take her to Azir, who probably, you know, obviously has a, like wants her for some reason. I don't know, that that bloodline is important, right? So yeah, I kind of like it, that that she's being hunted by by both, right? You know, and she's. <laughs> It's like, you both suck. I don't want either. <laughs> and you know why I like that? You know why I like that, right? It's because, okay, let's let's imagine a world where Nasus has somehow turned against Azir for his for new friend, Sivir, right? And she's got these two god emperors who are trying to take steal her, you know. You know what she needs? She needs fucking answers. What the fuck's going on? Who does she know who has answers? Well, Nasus, but he's busy dealing with Azir. You know who else knows? That fucking Noxian bitch, Cassiopeia. Sivir has to go find Cassiopeia and they gotta work together because Sivir needs info and Cassiopeia needs the Chalicar. Do it. But Cassiopeia is busy doing nothing in the lore. <laughs> oh, you're, pos- <laughs> you're right. I'm sorry. I'm- also, I'll does Cass myself. know that she needs it? I think Cass only knew that the Chalicar was the key to the tomb that might have the secrets to uh, Ascension. Now, we know that the Chalicar is way fucking more than that. Although, for the record, and and I I should have texted you all about this ahead of time, we don't know any of that shit from any of the Sivir stories. I was going to say, what's the Chalicar for? There's there's a whole story about the Ascended meeting... Um, and it goes it goes into we meet all sorts of ascended they talk about ascended that aren't there they talk mm, about darken um, and we learn a lot about the Chalicar and what it was meant to do in that story but it's not linked anywhere here so what's it meant to do uh, I mean it's a, it's like a big I mean it was originally like the big ascended general's weapon yeah they're using oh, I got it some, I got some fun facts here yeah okay. I'm sure you've got all the deets okay uh, so, first of all, the Chalicar is from the Celestial Kingdom, above Targon's Peak, originally. Okay. Um, yeah, this whole thing. If funneled, the weapon's able to cast Portal Jump and allows releasing an empowered form of Moonfalling to reverse the Ascension from Darken. Okay, so they can so reverse Ascension from Darken. And I think that's just kind of like... Uh, unlocking its ability to portal i guess who or... would be able to do that zoe can zoe okay. yeah so celestial beings i guess you'll remember the story do you remember the story with panther man and and whatnot back when we did nasus does that sound <laughs> mm-hmm. familiar yeah, yeah. that's that's mm-hmm. that's it and that's where we see all this shit happening right is, is it doing its thing yeah. And then by the end of that story, it had absorbed basically darkened dna essence which combined <laughs> with uh Tanari's heart would allow humans to craft the weapons that were tailored to trap Darkens. I so this is this is why people were able to trap Aatrox within a sword and Rost within a scythe. Was kind of using the Chalikar's power. I feel it's like I'm trying to deal, read the champion's right? abilities, and I'm like, wait, how many stacks do I fucking need? <laughs> so you need all of the fucking um, stacks. Yeah. And for the record, the. All right, so the, the Chalikar has a resonance to the Ascended, which includes Azir. So it acts as... It 
It acted as a channel between Sivir and Azir, which is the entire reason that her blood was actually able to revive him in the first place. This is this is okay. So just to be clear, this is all coming from some rioter, right? Like, that that, is, that that bit's a rioter for sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so just making sure. I, I'm just setting the scene. I'm setting the context, right? And the the story, this bit back to the story, I guess. They mention that there is someone who's destined to either destroy or unite Sharima, and their name is uh, Savunis Alahir, which they really fucking Agatha Harkness this one. Uh, <laughs> what are you reference? You rearrange Jesus. it, and it says, I am it's, Lord Simmer. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, the first three letters of Savunis and the last two of Aluhair <laughs> are like, Sivir. You gotta spell it out sometimes. I mean, well, you uh, didn't have to spell out that part, but the rest of it was very complicated. Yeah, there's <laughs> a lot they of shit. Dumbed down the rest out. of it for me. <laughs> I mean, look. So to get back to the original point, it's like, yeah, you're sure. right. Cassiopeia didn't know about any of that shit, but all that, all you need to do to fix that is like some pale woman saying, mm, "There's <laughs> exactly. some interest in this Which pale woman? Uh-huh. <laughs> Who could she be? Right? Um, you know. Yeah. You will do this. You will deal with Sivir, and you won't, you know, crush her with your your tail body or whatever. Right? There you go. <laughs> that would be really funny, actually. Like, Cassiopeia goes back to LeBlanc and is like, "Hey, I did the thing you asked me to do. I used the Chalicar to open the tomb, and uh, you know, the Ascended came out, and they're like, okay, where's the Chalicar? Like, wait, what? I thought that was just the key. Yeah. You're like, no, we need the fucking Chalicar. Like, oh god damn it! <laughs> that sounds like something Betty in the Mummy would have done. <laughs> remember him the like bumbling side the bumbling guy who <laughs> you know mummy. helps I've seen the mummy so many times I'm so sorry I thought oh, everyone from, would instantly oh, be the like the mummy okay I thought you said like yeah. Benny and the mummy I'm like is this some, I know like, Benny from the mummy it's my favorite uh, yeah. 80s rock band <laughs> and not yeah Benny and the mummy 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 <laughs> but you're right yes that's a good comparison <laughs> I don't have much else to say for bloodlines I didn't have much about I this one either Sivir, Sivir was in it but it. just barely yeah. she, it was like they, they were told to put Sivir in a story and they had already written this one or something <laughs> like, shit. how do we put her in this without having her do anything I don't know she just stabbed, she stabbed. Cool. I don't know man that's kind of her thing right? keep stabbing Sivir <laughs> At some point. That's where you're wrong. There's only so much blood in there, you know? At this point, point she does need to be stabbed for the rule of threes. We're we're two stabbings (laughs) in. We need one more. Uh, She's like like Chekhov's knife. Like if Sivir's in a scene, someone's going to Someone's going to fucking stab And it's going to be her. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but like that's the thing about Sivir is that like she can't can't progress because like anything that happens with her is going to advance the, the uh, Azir Zareth shit and like that shit's never going to come to a conclusion because that's the whole, the whole thing so it's like it like weighs her down so much I feel like almost yeah mm. hmm. oh well now she's mentioned a ton and uh, so I have the stories that she's mentioned in and all of them she's just mentioned for like a line basically <laughs> So instead of instead of telling you in what context she's being mentioned, what I have done is I've written down how she was referred to Ooh, okay. in each oh, of the okay. stories. Uh, so first off, Arisen by Anthony Reynolds Lenny. She's called Daughter of Sharima. Um, and Water and Shade to You by Graham McNeil, 
is another Azir story. Also daughter of Shurima. Hmm. We've got Echoes in the Stone by Ariel Lawrence, where she, which is a Talia story, where she's just referred to as that woman from Vakora. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, we've got The Butcher of the Sands by Anthony Reynolds Lenne, where Renekton refers to her as that greedy mortal scavenger. Mm. We've got The Emperor of the Sands by Graham McNeil, where another is your one. Uh, she's just referred to as his last descendant. Uh, the Magus Ascendant, Graham McNeil, only one where she's referred to as Sivir. <laughs> <laughs> great, great. Zareth is the only one who uses her fucking name. <laughs> Aww, see, he's really family. the hero. He's the good guy. Uh, <laughs> and then the Serpent's Embrace, Ian St. Martin, the Cassiopeia story. She's just called a local mercenary. <laughs> great. great. <clears throat> That's neat. Well, that's Canon Sivir, huh? That is. Um, yeah, there's a few so. cinematics, Descent in the Tomb and Rise of the Ascended, which are basically just cinematic versions of the stories we hear about yeah. everywhere else, narrated by Nasus. Yeah. I think I said it back in the Cassiopeia episode, but I'm going to reiterate it, is that those videos didn't used to have Nasus narrating. It used to be Sivir and Cassiopeia talking back and forth, and it would be in... That's right. Yeah. And it was way fucking better. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Riot. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that's all I just like to I really yeah that's all <laughs> <laughs> that's all that's all you wanna learn about some old lore I do, I do. this is kind of interesting I'm curious cause this is like pre-Azir she's so centered around mm-hmm. Azir now yeah now I I grabbed the original bio oh fuck the, yeah. so this is the 2009 this is pre-League oh, okay I'm curious yeah. to hear this cause I couldn't find this that is one. pre-Noxus that's interesting. See, that's the interesting part, right? So, Sivir was a battle mistress for Altria, oh, which is what Noxus used to be oh. before it was named Noxus. Basically, they wanted to invade Ionia, sure. like like Altria do. Sivir uh, <laughs> objected, but was largely ignored, so they went anyway. And she was she was leading one of their battle mistress phalanxes. The Ionians destroyed half of her phalanx, and they were forced to retreat. Um, and then she just decided to desert Altria and abandon her unit. So she was the riven. original Riven. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she was pre-Riven. Weird. That's so crazy. Wow. You scratch Sivir and you find a little ribbon underneath, or maybe vice versa. Right. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you shave nuts. down Riven enough. Yeah. And then, uh, basically, the end of it was just like, after the treaties were signed and the Rune Wars ended, Sivir came to the Institute to speak out against the atrocities committed by her former realm. So she was basically just a spokesperson at that point against wars in Ionia. Wow. Damn. That's weird. That's even weirder when you look at the, the, the bio where she, the League of Legends, like the next ones, right? After the League is a little more right? established. Because it's like the inverse, where she doesn't, she does oppose the Noxian invasion, but not for any moral grounds. It's like from a purely tactic standpoint Strategic. like you guys are not doing this right it's gonna be a fucking quagmire and lo and behold it is and that's all so she was like she's like a mercenary still right she just didn't want to do it because she's like this is fucked i'm not doing this shit yeah you got some bad tacticians fuck them. yeah it's very interesting how they they tried, made her more um ruthless i will say yeah yeah and she also shows up in one journal of justice article which uh, it's the only one, so I'm just gonna fucking read it. This one's called Sivir's Vacation. Is this by our boy Ramsteed? This is our boy Ramsteed. Oh, 
was it going to be about her bikini? <laughs> don't worry, don't worry. It's even better. It's even better. <clears throat> sure, she's deadly. She wouldn't still have the title The Battle Mistress if she wasn't. Sure, she survived multiple attempts on her life at the behest of the Noxian High Command. Sure, she's hotter than a summer day. That red and gold outfit certainly provides her with plenty of space to move. Nevertheless, right. Our Lady Siver may have come up against a force she won't be able to overcome. For those whose memory is less than stellar, Siver was arrested last October after going for an alcohol-induced joyride in a Hextech conveyance, terrorizing her two passengers and a host of pedestrians. She was arrested by Demacian authorities shortly afterwards. If you remember the hype, and she stood trial just the other day. Judge Haley Swade took pity on Sivers. I'm just a lonely girl with personal problems, defense, and sentenced the champion to 90 days in a Demacian penitentiary, with time spent in the fields of justice not counting towards her sentence. Listen, I love our champions. They pay my bills. But one thing I can't stand is the way they're given special dispensation by the courts. If I'd done the same thing, I'd be in jail for the next 18 months, and not in the cushy part of the prison. Oh well, position has its privilege, but we'll have to see how a jail term interferes with their duties to the League of Legends. More on this as it develops. Don't worry, Spoiler, there, won't alert, there won't be more. <laughs> they they, they no abandoned the drunk driving storyline. <laughs> yeah, oh my god. I don't know what the fuck to do with Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> or at least they didn't, I guess. They got an idea now. That's fucking great, though. I love that you can play. No, it's so weird. It's so, it's so right? place. There's so many champions that could have gone on a drunken bender. It's super. <laughs> well, I love that he's complaining. He's like, oh, this special special dispensation from the courts. It's like later on, don't you like interview a murderer? Like just an out and out murderer who kind of like isn't arrested for some reason that's related to right? the league. <laughs> Guess to be fair, he got stabbed. Hey, there's yeah. your third one. Sivir was around. Hey. That guy got stabbed later. <laughs> <laughs> Great. You wrote that story about Sivir? <laughs> what happens? <laughs> Shit. Good times. Whew. Now, she does show up in a few other cinematics. Non-lore related. Of course. She's in the Clash of Fate cinematic. Mm-hmm. You know, she's on, that, she's on the cliff at the end there with all the other old folks. <laughs> In the old riot retirement home. (laughs) She's in the Worlds Collide cinematic, where uh, she's fighting an Alistar. Sure. Cool, cool. And then she's in the Ignite cinematic, where she is the AD carry on Faker's team at the end, but literally until, like, yesterday when I looked into this, I thought that was a fucking Kale on his team because it's Sivir but she's wearing the warden skin so she's got the full fucking mask and everything Mm, we literally were in game with a Sivir yesterday that was wearing the warden skin and I thought it was a Kale for like a while it really looks like Kale now is that Mm -hmm. the one who we we forgot was in the game entirely yes Yes. I was like oh my god there's a Sivir (laughs) because I just thought that was a fucking Kale the whole time (laughs) yeah Literally, like, I was watching the cinematic, and I was like, I don't see fucking Sivir anywhere. Is she in that final scene where it's just that girl's room? Like, where is this? And, yeah, I I looked closer and realized, like, why is that Kale carrying that boomerang? (laughs) (laughs) That's not yours. You give it back. Give it back to Sivir, you silly (laughs) dilly. 
uh yeah so that's the those are the cinematics there's a few quotes um keeping (laughs) all right this is one i like she's got one line that says keeping the ascended in line is a full-time job and like girl what the hell do you think you're doing to keep them in line (laughs) what what (laughs) she's She's like, oh my god! She's like the laziest, like work from home, like whatever, like employee. Oh my, this is so fucking hard. She rigged her boomerang to move every once in a while. (laughs) God damn! Oh no. Uh, She's got a quote that says, "Everyone has a price," which is a pretty common saying. But I like to think that she was quoting Ted DiBiase of WWF fame, the Million Dollar Man. Great. Awesome. Sure, hon. Appreciate that. And there's one other quote. So a lot of the times these quotes kind of come from, you know, I'll, I'll see on the on the uh, the wiki page, you know, like various references. This was not on the wiki page. I caught this Ooh. myself. Oh, shit. A John original? John oh. original. So how much of a stretch is it going to be? It's actually pretty, pretty on the okay. nose. She has a quote that says, I'll fight for a cause. I won't die for one, which is a direct inverse to a line that Silco says to, um, uh, to our, to our boy. Um, I'm just completely spacing on his name now. Vander. Um, Vander. Silco Mm. says to our boy Vander in episode three of Arcane, where he says, uh, you'll die for a cause, but you won't fight for one. Mm. Cause he's just not that man anymore. (laughs) He's just not that into you, Silco. <laughs> so, favorite rom-com. update the wiki. Or don't. You know, whatever. It's <laughs> yes, whatever. <laughs> I don't know how the arbitration works on I that. I got what I needed out of it. <laughs> All right. Got to look at those skins. Mm-hmm. Y'all already want some, some AU? Do you want some, some AU? I wanna, yeah. Yeah. I just yeah. Skins. <laughs> yes, yes, please. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, first up, we got Legacy. Treasures from days long past, glimmering just within reach. And unsurprisingly, a lot of Siver skins fall here. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. We got Bandit Siver, Warrior Princess Siver, and Spectacular Siver. I can't believe that these haven't been updated and they updated our new splash. Well, they just slapped Weird. a little ten cent over it and it's like, yeah, it's fine. It's I just, fine. I just love I can't this. believe that none of these have been put into other. AU's at this point. Right, I especially feel like... Wonder Woman's silver. <laughs> exactly. That's the one I would have expected to end up in the Silver Age AU. You know, I think the thing is, is that these are both... I mean, I have to look at the Wonder Woman again, one again, but the Xena one for sure are like, if that was a relevant IP, someone would probably sue Riot at this juncture. And so they're probably like, don't we'll draw any attention to this. We'll just right. sweep it well, under we'll the old rug. Right, we'll separate. <laughs> so. Which yeah, one right. is Wonder Woman? Uh, I think that one was spectacular, and I, I do think it's been it's gotten a few splash updates to separate it. Oh, there it is. Okay, it's all the way at the bottom. So is Sorry. this also? I was wondering yes, in that Ram Steed article, he's like, "Ooh, that red and gold outfit," and I was like, "Her old." I, she, that's what it looks like. Yeah, yeah. He must be talking about this one. <laughs> I love the idea. So like, that that draws into question how skins work in the old Institute of War. Is it just outfits that they just throw on for random things? Is it like a summoner? Oh, like you bet it is. Is it like a Okay, is it kind of like a weird Twitch like streamer thing where it's like if the summoner pays money, then you'll wear the whatever the little maid outfit. 
I'm just saying. I, wanna, I don't want to add that to the already corrupt League of Legends, but I don't know. <laughs> the anyway, pay for favor let's, system. Let's not e- even the League of Legends. The Institute of War even has microtransactions. Right. Yeah, let's not ruminate. Uh, next up, we got Institute of War <laughs> slash Wardens. Great. Uh, the Protectorate was an order dedicated to enforcing a rigid, unforgiving system of laws in an attempt to slow the seemingly inevitable rise of the Mage Lords. Though the order itself was disbanded long ago, Wardens now don their armor as they live as they lie in wait for the opportunity to strike against the descendants of their ancient enemy. This one is Warden Siver. The Wardens, like the Protectorate before them, cannot rely on innumerable conquered peoples to bolster its military as the Marauders do. Siver, a skilled sellsword, was sworn into the Order's ranks only to take up the cause in earnest when she learned the organization's true purpose. What is it? What is the purpose? Um, I don't remember. You know, uh, to, to slow the seemingly inevitable rise of the Mage Lords. Oh, okay. I guess I thought that was like... I guess I thought that was on their business card. I didn't realize that was a secret. <laughs> I don't know. It probably is on the business cards, but like Siver doesn't read those. She's just like, how much How much gold? All right, fine, whatever. Oh, that's what we're doing. Cool. I was hired cool. to lead, not to read. <laughs> oh, wow, John. <laughs> Next up, we got Culinary Masters. Hell yeah, this one always makes me want pizza. Culinary <laughs> Masters, the incredibly popular cooking competition reality series, is streaming now everywhere on all the platforms all 1000 episodes from each of the 50 seasons even culinary master superstars and celebrity culinary masters start binging today this one's pizza delivery siver the fastest pizza delivery girl on the continent siver has racked up an impressive nine consecutive awards from corporate headquarters and hasn't seen a customer complaint since online reviews were invented her vicious rivalry with Birdio is well documented, and the two will do anything to one up each other. Really? In case That's you're unfamiliar with the AU, Birdio is the Galio version. Who's in the background here? That's Birdio. It looks like Annie with a goatee, which it's, is very confusing. It's like Annie and Pugma. Oh, was that Pugma? Oh, I see it now. I thought it was a boy with bulging eyes. I was very confused. <laughs> a poor little lad. With... <laughs> I see it now. Thank you. Uh, now, fun fact about this skin. Her pizza weapon has three types of toppings for each chroma variant. Mm-hmm. So her normal skin has uh, Hawaiian pizza with pineapple. Amethyst has creamy cheese with vegetables, spinach, mushrooms, and broccoli. Oh, like a white Aquamarine white has... Mm, yeah, the white pie. <laughs> Aquamarine has fish ingredients like sardines and salmon. Cat's Eye uses yellow cheese and meat like bacon and meatballs. Obsidian sports the dual toppings from all other variants. And then Rose Quartz has tomato sauce base with a mix of meat and veggies. God, I could kill for a pizza right now. <laughs> right? We get hungry and thirsty on this fucking episode. <laughs> pizza and water, stat. <laughs> I, I will say I did cook a big-ass lasagna, and I'm very hungry for that lasagna. We might get out of here. Nice. So. Mm. All right, I'll, I'll try and wrap this up, and I want to keep you from your lasagna. That's okay. I had a piece. I'm just going to have more when I get done. <laughs> gotcha. Hell yeah. Uh, then we got Odyssey. From the heavily urbanized core worlds to the outermost edge of the galaxy, adventure awaits. The great Damaxian Empire has laid claim to almost every inhabited system, ignoring the objections of the ancient Templar Order and the criminal syndicate alike, in pursuit of the wondrous bounty of Aura. 
This mysterious golden essence, drawn from the vast, majestic creatures that patrol the stars, is the lifeblood of all civilization, but also promises untold power to those who can wield it for themselves. This one is Odyssey Sivir. Sivir runs her own small bounty hunting operation on the fringes of the galaxy. She's self-made and tough, having lost her parents to the Demoxian Empire many years prior. <laughs> but holds on to her soft and sympathetic side, despite that hardened exterior. Sivir was hired by Karma, along with the other mercs, to free the captured Templars. You know, you, know, you, you, can't, you can't keep a, a good parent up, is, is what they say. <laughs> uh, as backstory here, Odyssey, Kazakh, Sivir, and Twisted Fate were hired by Karma to free the Templars from Aatrox, but Kazakh is secretly working for Aatrox. <gasps> okay. Shh, don't tell. <laughs> Next up, we got Cafe Cuties. Oh, I forgot you had one of these. Good food is magic. Literally. In a world of elegant tea times and enchanted pastries, mages make magical macarons, craft charmed croissants, and serve up <laughs> sorcerous scones to scores of customers eager to get a taste. Croissant. You have too much fun doing this one. <laughs> <laughs> So I'll tone it back. This is Cafe Cutie Siver. <laughs> Siver began as a pastry Great. chef, but has since transitioned to front of house defense specialist. Her protective nature has gotten her into a few scraps with unruly customers, but Siver's love of her work, her friends, and the cafe is what she's really fighting <laughs> Can't for. Can't get the pep out. Can't if you want to talk to the manager, she's got some words for you too. Ooh. She's just Mac from. She's just Mac. She's doing ocular pat downs. She's identifying people uh. as threats. Oh my God, she's Mac. You're. Really- <laughs> Man, we have a lot of champions that are Mac. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's oh, one of the youngian archetypes, honestly, when you think about it, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. That's great. Uh, let's see. Now we got Eclipse. Eclipse. Long ago, an order of monastic knights slew the vile gods of the old world using esoteric powers granted by the moon and sun. Now the world has grown dark and violent as those selfsame deities prepare their return, challenged only by the light of the Eclipse. This is Solar Eclipse Sivir. A mercenary Eclipse Knight known for her skill in battle and lack of chivalry, Sivir sells her services, eliminating witches and monsters who menace the countryside, ignoring threats that do not prove lucrative. Though many knights find nobility in their stated purpose, Sivir cares not for... Man. It's tough. It's tough. (laughs) You can do it. Though many knights find nobility in their stated purpose, Sivir cares not but for a coin. There you go. <sighs> pledging to aid her order only in their final dire hour. Well done. Yeah, I did it. <clears throat> <laughs> when you were saying she was well, she was well known. I think it's like she's well known for not having parents. <laughs> <laughs> known across the galaxy, in fact, for not right. having parents <laughs> and getting <Across>. stabbed. <laughs> Oh, God, I hope she gets stabbed in one of these, at least. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm just saying. Just a little. Just a little. Not like a big deal. Just a little stabby stab. (laughs) Uh, Next up, we got Snowdown Showdown, and she's in the Winter Wonder one. Within the magical Winterlands, the Poro King reigns supreme, spreading joy and merriment to all of his court, even as others work to usurp the king. All share a common love for winter's wonders. This one's Snowstorm Sivir. The wild and brash battle mistress known as Sivir cares only for the thrill of combat and the rattle of coin. 
She relentlessly hunts her bounties across the ice, cutting down opponents with a massive razor-sharp snowflake as hard and unforgiving as the crewless snowstorm. Okay, I have two questions. One, is it still yes. a snowflake if it's a big, like, giant ice blade thingy? Does that count as yes, a snowflake? Yes, obviously. Okay. It, it says the in the lore. Okay. <laughs> and then number two, why is it that she's still just a bounty hunter in the Snowdown universe? Like, she couldn't be hunting, like... I don't know, people who took presents snowman. or snowmen or literally anything. It's so cool. She's the great Grinch hunter. <laughs> the great Grinch hunter. <laughs> also, can we get like ladies in the snow skin some pants, please? No, she's again, like, very silly question. You cannot do that. She's barely clothed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe she's an iceborn or some old bullshit. Uh, fun fact, mm. her design in this one was inspired by the Dance Princess of the Ice Barrier from Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, does she also not have pants? Basically. I mean, probably she's a card, so, you know. <laughs> I assume, <laughs> I don't fucking card. know. If cards were pants, would they be like this? <laughs> <laughs> hey, me. All right, keep going. Uh, Storycraft. Storycraft. So I think it's a new one. Long ago, the defeat of the great beast Gallio gave rise to Lunar New Year's traditions that are carried on through the retelling of that epic tale. Within the story itself lies a living world all its own, but when the world of the story is suddenly interrupted, the characters must work together to fix the mess and see their own myth through. This one's Mythmaker Sivir. Uh, once the hero of the great beast Gallio... Sivir's myth world is forever changed when the lunar players interrupt her climactic battle, and she discovers that she is no longer the protagonist. Grappling with the question of who she is if she's not saving the day, Sivir must now carve out a role for herself in a tale whose future is suddenly unwritten. That's and a cool a prestige AU. Version. It is a pretty cool AU. I dig that. Uh, and there's a prestige skin for this yeah, one, too. There is. Uh, Sivir seeks nothing short of opulence. Her beautiful clothes, symbols of personal success, as much as they are points of sartorial pride. It's important that she looks impeccable. The new year is here, after all, and starting it off right means stepping out in style. So I feel like she has found a new purpose, and it's money, is what I'm getting from the <laughs> prestige version. <laughs> I remember when they announced this skin, I was somewhere on Twitter, and someone put this again, like, next to, like, I don't know, some old skin like Clover Malphite, and we're like, these are in the same game. <laughs> you know, it's not fair to compare it to Shamrock Malphite. That shit's too fucking good. I right. fuck, it's so bat, funny. His, his name if, tag. I, if they ever change that, I'm I'm fucking get, quitting me. Like, I'm done. <laughs> That's it. I'm uninstalling it. the game if they change Shamrock Malphite. <laughs> you heard it right. Don't fucking do it. <laughs> uh... And next up, we got prehistoric hunters. Gargantuan monsters roam our land, stalking their prey with frightening precision. Humans would surely become their next meals, if not for the hunters. Armed with blades crafted from the bones of their first kills, with instincts that rival the most fearsome of beasts, the hunters protect their people each day from a grisly fate. This one is Huntress Sivir, who was clearly just added into this AU after the fact and has no lore. Can you look at how long her leg is, though? Shit's fucking hilarious. It go, it's, it's off screen. You can't see the it's end of the not, leg. I highly recommend looking up this skin and looking at her leg because it's just, it's out. gone. It doesn't, 
Why it, it could so go on long. for another ten feet. We don't know. <laughs> it's a completely different color. <laughs> Let me fucking peep this shit. Hold on. Oh, I can't find so it. So weird. I'll find it later. Uh, Huntress Sivir. Oh yeah, that shit is long. What the fuck? Yeah, what is that? <laughs> what the fuck? fuck? Uh, I was like, oh, well, you know, who knows? But then you see it, and you just have a visceral reaction. It's like uncanny. The, the but human... that's not her leg. She took that from someone else. <laughs> hey, she's a battle huntress. Yeah. Uh, next up, we got victorious. Mm-hmm. Champions conquer their enemies and ascend to new heights, achieving their wildest dreams and showing off their hard-earned spoils to any and all who want to look upon true greatness. And this victorious Sivir blurb is... Uh, as the ultimate battle mistress, Sivir wears a winged crown of victory and wields a golden weapon. Oh, that's it? I'm sorry, mm. there's not more. This is from 2015. I've never seen this in my life. Because me and the people I hang out with don't get gold. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And finally, last one. The one that ties to the story on her oh, universe right. page. Moons of Ionia. And she's in the blood moon. An ancient cult seeking irresistible power surfaces on nights of the blood moon to perform profane, esoteric rites, merging their flesh with demonic spirits and becoming one with an ever greater darkness. This one is Blood Moon Sivir. Uh, a newly appointed or a newly anointed priestess of the Blood Moon cult, Sivir wields a weapon that is both a killing tool and a key to the hellish mirror world where all demons are born. Slowly but surely, it has merged her twin selves, and now it is no longer clear where the human ends and the monster begins. Okay. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. Uh, and the short story for this is Trial of the Masks by Jared Rosen, which, like I mentioned, is very Lovecraftian. Like, it's all like, it starts with just Sivir sitting in a small house, grounding herself. In drink, New England. Drinking a cup of tea. <laughs> She's just drinking a, drinking a nice rose tea. And it says she does this every day, just over and over again, very routine. And then she sneaks a peek at the corner and sees her, her blade there. She's like, nope, can't look. And then slowly things start to get weird. She sneaks another glimpse and like ichor starts pouring out of it. And she sees like Pike fishing for monsters from the other side, staring at her. And then she's like, nope, I'm back in the cabin. Everything's normal. I'm just drinking my tea. And then she's... Put the blade outside! No, she's tried It'll that. get cold. She's oh. tried burying it. She's tried throwing it into the ocean. And the next day she wakes up for her tea. It's always in the corner of her room. Mm. And she, uh, she, she sees, like, weird things. Like, um, they kind of, like... They very, like, uh... What's, what's the word for this? Um, they'll say things like, uh... You know, she hears the villagers talking about two missing girls. And then much later in the story... Um, she'll just have a memory of, oh yeah, I killed them. That was me. I, I murdered those two girls and posed their bodies in this blood moon ritual for the the big demon Aatrox to come out. Um, Oopsie! Ev- <laughs> eventually, you know, it's, it kind of seems like she's really trying to avoid letting whatever the hell is in this blade out. It gets out. She murders the entire village, poses them all fucking with... Actually, they're not all dead. Some of them are still alive, but they're still being posed for this blood moon Mm. ritual. And uh, then Aatrox comes out, and he's the the big bad, or the big demon she summoned with all this crazy shit. Okay. That's cool. That's real cool. It's cool. It's one of those things where, like, uh, it's... I mean, the way I tell it, it loses all punch. It's, It's told... 
you know, there's there's kind of this idea like in Lovecraftian stories where like everything is just slightly off mm -hmm. until it's not and it's way more off, but it's like very gradual and that's kind of that's kind of how this uh unrolls, you know? It's sure. it's very gradual descent to madness type thing. Dope. I mean I mean I'll I'll, I'll have to read it then. Check it that's out. That's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Good job, Jared. <laughs> yeah. And I got a few fun facts. Yeah. All right. <laughs> We've just been making like Breath of the Wild or Tears of the Kingdom character sounds at each other all the time. Really? And it was cracking Poppy up last night. Oh, fuck, I'm sure. <laughs> so it's like the more annoying I got, the funnier she was. So if someone, we, we have this, I remember when we talked about making grudge sounds if someone broke into our house. When someone broke into our house last night, they'd hear me like, oh, I <laughs> Fuck this! I'm going back to the garage house. At least I knew what was going on. <laughs> That's funny shit. Oh. Uh, anywho, <laughs> Sivers voiced by Alexa Khan. Nice. I feel like the way I said that made it sound like her name is Alexa Khan. It's <laughs> Alexa Space Khan. <laughs> Uh, Pre-rework Sivir was voiced by Rebecca Schweitzer, who did also did pre-rework Morgana. Not okay. me, again. Yeah, not you. <laughs> uh, based on the timeline of events, Sivir's probably in her late 20s, early 30s. Oh, okay. A normal, normal aged person. <laughs> A normal aged person, because that's closer uh, to our age. Right. <laughs> uh, in the 2009 official teaser trailer for League of Legends, as well as in one of the concept arts for her... Sivir has pink hair. Oh. Okay. Sure. Uh, and in the founding interns of League of Legends YouTube video, uploaded by uh, on the uh, Riot Games channel, concept art for Sivir was shown to depict her with blonde hair and an overall very different visual design. Like how different? Or like... Um... Like, did she still have the boomerang situation going on, or she still had the boomerang okay. situation going on? So, I mean, they had that at least. I like that. Like the hair color is like, how can we? Hmm, which version of Sivir do we like the most? It's like blonde, pink. Hmm, that's like the, the only thing they can think to change. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, those it's are the, the girl hair colors. Thing. Oh, yeah. Yep, the big three. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Um, Sivir is the second champion to feature two champion spotlights due to significant gameplay changes uh the others are ezreal karma katarina and lee sin mm, and i technically think the lee sin one wasn't necessarily due to gameplay changes <laughs> as much as it was due to the fact that he had an april fool's <laughs> champion spotlight yeah yeah uh and man we've talked about this a lot recently the Sivir was one of the first six champions designed, along with Annie, Lee Sin, Singed, Scion, and Twisted Fate. That is it's weird. like the last three in a row. <laughs> right. Yeah. They, ha they had six champions, and they were like, well, we need... Are there other letters between SI? I don't think <laughs> there are. <laughs> uh, Sivir's dance is the arm wave pop and lock move. Uh, and that's that's pretty much it. The rest of it's all about the fun facts about the Chalikar. But um, that's that's all the all the Sivir fun facts. Nice. And that be 
that be Sibber. That Darby Sibber. Darby Sibber. <laughs> How we feeling? I feel fairly lukewarm. Yeah. I certainly didn't hate this, but like it didn't really rev my engines, I guess. It was a good characterization mm. of a character who is stuck in stories that she will never be interesting in. In my opinion. <laughs> yeah. She's right. a fun character who will never get good stories, I don't think. Yeah, I mean, you you, you certainly could write them, but it feels so uh, constrained by being tied to fucking... I mean, I said it many times. Azir and Zareth are just... They're just lodestones around her neck, just dragging her down into the deep. Um, yeah. And it's like the whole and thing... And she'll is, fight the void. Who knows, right? But yeah, it's like... Yeah, she's in Sharima. I know, right? I don't know. It reminded me a bit of like you know her being very standoffish and like I don't trust anyone. It's like, you know, maybe if we get Rel down in Shreema, those two could be fun to interact because they're like maybe Rel would Rel would seem like maybe would like idolize Sivir because Sivir is like that's who I want to be when I grow up. Someone who doesn't mm. give a shit about anyone. But I don't know. <laughs> um, she can run into Kaisa too. Kaisa has a very loner vibe as well. Yeah. That's the thing is, there's a lot. There's a lot of people who are kind of like, I'm a, I'm a loner, and I, you know, and it's I. It's true. You know, so <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't wow. know. <sighs> yeah, maybe Riot can can get off their ass and and, and advance the uh, Sharima plot, and if they do that, maybe That's we'll get a good Sibber story. Talk. Yeah. No. Oh, well. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm are we really boring? tired. No, Poppy woke up at six a.m. Um, that was Siver. Thank you so much for listening. We have merch now. It's bonfire.com slash League of Floorheads. What? Why'd you do that? No, you'll, you'll see. Oh, the name. There was a name change. Okay. <laughs> Can't wait to. I'm not even going to look. I want to hear you say it. <laughs> not know. Uh, yeah, we got some uh, t-shirts, sweatshirts, stuff like that. We have a Twitter. If it's still around, it's circling the drain, as far as I know, <laughs> at Loreheads. And we have a Twitch, twitch.tv slash Loreheads. John stream, streams on Saturdays. Uh, yeah, TFT with viewers. Um, he did some 2v2v2v2 on PBE yes, <laughs> just yesterday. Was interesting. Just I did very poorly. I'm really excited. Once that mode's like officially out, I think John and I are for sure going to try it out. And maybe we'll suck and hate it, and then we'll never play it again. But we'll <laughs> see. I am excited to try it. It'll be fun, I think. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We also stream on Mondays, although Mark Mark's coming over on Monday, so we'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what happens. Maybe we'll stream together. Yeah, who yeah. knows? <laughs> um we have a youtube we post uh videos of this although we, we haven't posted sign yet don't talk about it it's fine it'll, it'll probably be up um, by the time this video by the time this episode this comes audio out, comes so. out. well this episode's coming out at midnight all right the the pressure's on <laughs> great lay the gauntlet down <laughs> we're recording this very late john and i had a long week <laughs> um anyway we also have a discord if you want to get in and chat chat about uh the lore or find people to game with there's a lot of people who game together there now the link is in the uh the description of this episode you can find it on twitch you can find it on our twitter and we have a Patreon. We're going to get together on Monday, tomorrow, and talk about new uh, bonus content. I'm pretty excited. John and I were brainstorming some ideas. So oh, nice. I'm pumped to uh, yeah. to see what we decide. What silly, goofy things we decide to do. <laughs> thank you so much to all of our patrons. But a very special thank you to our Madarda tier patrons. Big Man Gnomes, Chloe Things, King of Hearts, Shupa Moustache, The Gooch Slammer, Trideka, and... 
Yes, mommy, I am a bad boy that deserves to be punished. Ooh, ooh. Uh, if, if, (laughs) if you were a citizen in, uh, Valkar, I would also request that NASA save you. I'd be unable to do it myself. Zara's pretty strong, but I'd I'd put in a good word for (laughs) you. Why are you being realistic about this? (laughs) (laughs) Normally you're like, one-handed, I would fight the god. (laughs) Realistic, setting smart goals, right? Realistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he I might mean. have a dehydration cramp. He can't. <laughs> <laughs> the desert's really hot. Yeah, it's really hot. I'm thirsty. I want to pizza. <laughs> uh, too much pizza. Uh. <laughs> uh, please oh, be sure to join us next week for what I imagine is going to be an unbelievably short episode as we talk about the Crystal Vanguard Skarner. <laughs> <laughs>